0: Handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Q Podcast with DJ Greggy e. C, Greg Curran, and David Hanscom.
1: You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube Live. Just search for In the Q Podcast, or go to intheqpodcast.com. Please like our show and share this broadcast to show your support and pass on the good karma to help educate everyone how to be the best entertainer they can be also Also, don't forget forget to subscribe to our our youtube YouTube channel and get notified when we go live live, which is every every monday Monday night night at 8 8 p.m eastern Eastern standard time time. and
0: now let's Let's hear it it for for dj DJ greggy Greggy c C. and and David david hanscom what up what up what up and uh actually it is only me tonight well maybe in a little while greg will be here but I have uh, got a text message at the last minute from Greg saying that he had an emergency come up at home. So hopefully he will be able to take care of that and be able to join us in just a little bit. So this is going to be interesting because I'm going to be playing producer and host and comment watcher and uh, all things, everything. So we'll see how that goes. Thank you guys for joining us. hope you're having a ha- good, happy holiday. This is in the cube podcast. Typically, with myself and Greggy C. Greg Curran. Again, unfortunately, he had a last minute emergency that uh, he wasn't be able to jump on right away with us. So, um, I'm going to just kick off the show myself. So, if you see me looking around all over the place, it's because normally I'm going to be. I would have the ability to do these duties when Greg is talking, but uh, I am doing the all all of everything tonight by myself, and I'm I'm okay with that. But I'm just giving you a heads up. If you see me looking around, I'm not like. All over the place i'm just trying to make sure that i'm taking care of all the responsibilities i have so that being said it's been a little while since we've been on we took a little time off hope you guys are all doing well i'd love for you to drop in the comments who's watching who's with us tonight um if you have questions throughout the show please feel free to drop those in the comments i'll keep an eye on those for you we love this show to be interactive so we want to make sure there's milk d checking in with us yeah we want to make sure what's up bro We want to make sure that everybody feels like they're a part of the show. So as we go through the night and as we go through the show, if you have questions for our guests, if you have questions for myself, if you have comments, anything you want to share, please be sure to do that. Um, I'd love to know what you guys are doing for the holidays. Are you going away or are people coming to you? Put that in the comments. Let me know what's going on. Let me know what you're up to. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, We're looking forward to having a good time. Uh, with with our guest tonight, and talking a little bit about a couple things uh, in the green room before we got started tonight, uh, we were talking a little bit about a past show and a topic that we talked about on the past show. So we're going to go into that a little bit, and as advertised, we're also going to talk a little bit about personal and professional branding, something very dear and near to me. I think it's something that everybody that is a performer on any level should really be you know, aware of and, and how to effectively utilize personal and professional branding. You want to talk about somebody who knows how to do that, Milk D is definitely somebody who knows how to do that. Uh, he's been on the show with us before and we've talked about that with him. And if you just take two seconds to look him up on social media, you will see uh, all the amazing things that he's doing out there. So he definitely understands the importance of doing that. Uh, let's see a couple of show notes here. Let me just look at this. Ba, ba, ba. Okay. I said that. I said that. I said that. Okay. So we're good. So that's that. Look at this. Uh, milk D showing some love to our guests right away. I love this. Very good. No, no doubt, man. Absolutely, man. Love you to death, brother. Love you very, very much. Um, all right. So here we go. So I'm going to just share a little bit. If you guys watch our show normally, um, Greg likes to read the entire bios of our guests normally. And uh, I'm just the opposite. I like to share some highlights and, and then let them talk about themselves a little bit. I mean, who better knows themselves than, well, themselves. Um, when does the show start? Starts right now. <laughs> so hopefully you're on. Uh, you might be a little bit behind. Sometimes the internet is a little bit slower than the live version of the show. So, um, Ron and Dee Dee—they call themselves the self-proclaimed super fans, which I love that. I want to—I want to hear a little bit of bo- bit more about that from them. Um, but Ron is a former house DJ and KJ. And for those of you who don't know what KJ is, it's karaoke jock. If you didn't know that, now you do. And he still provides services for private events and fundraisers. And Dee Dee is a classically trained musician and vocalist, and currently enjoys singing karaoke anywhere and everywhere. And I'm sure that any any night on the town with these two is probably a classic night that will go down in infamy, where you will absolutely feel like you're with celebrities. I have no doubt in my mind you will feel that way, based on some of the stories that they've had from past expos they've been a part of and attending and meeting some of the folks they met. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. We're also going to talk a little bit about their, uh, their marketing and branding company. Okay. So that's called go mesmerize. I love that name. And I want to hear more about that too, as well. So I'm going to bring our guest on to join us right now and virtually out there in the applause world, please help me welcome DD and Ron. Hey guys, how are you?
1: <laughs> hi, hey, David, hi. how you doing?
0: Doing well. I, I have to admit, uh, this is a little little bit nerve-wracking for me to do all of the things that I'm doing when I don't have Greg to sometimes lean on and say, hey, in the back in the back channel chat, I'm like, hey, man, I need you to take over and talk for a minute. I'm not going to be able to do that tonight, so this is going to be fun.
1: Well, I'll just pick on you instead of him tonight. How's that? That's
0: fair. <laughs> I, I'll take all the Greg abuse that you were going to give. How about that?
1: <laughs> uh, you know it, Dave. Very good. Well, thank you.
0: Seriously, thank you both for, for joining uh, joining me and, and hopefully us if Greg makes it on with us tonight. Um, thank you for being on the show. I know you all have been um, loyal and faithful uh, listeners and, and participators since basically show one, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. we appreciate that. Yeah. Pretty much.
2: Thank you for having us on, Dave. And uh, I do miss the idea that DJ Greg is not going to Read all of the bio that I worked so hard to develop and and write up for you guys, but it is actually it's in the um it's in the whole screen for the show.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it's definitely in the description of the show. And if you guys, if and and again, forgive me for not doing it, and I don't want to do y'all any injustice. So definitely, I agree. Please be sure to read the show notes and 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 learn all about the amazing things that they're doing. We're going to talk about a lot of those things tonight. So right off the bat, tell me about this Superfans thing. I want to I want to see what. Why do you call yourselves the Superfans?
1: Well, um, I guess I'll start that one. Uh, you know, Didi Dee Dee started. She went to the DJ Expo first, it, and me. It's been a long time away from the music, away from some things I did in the '80s. You know. I, Late '80s, you know, I actually uh, roadied for George Clinton and the P Funk, had dreads down in my rear, you know, and stuff. And then uh, a few weeks after I got off roading with them, that's when I first met, uh, you know, Public Enemy and Biz when they were promoting their album before it dropped. You know, Biz's Just Friends album and uh, Pub, you know, Public Enemy's first album. You know, at the police. You know, it's like, and they just made me feel welcome. You know, and I got to know a few of them, stayed in touch for a little while and and everything. And then uh, went to an expo, I think it was what, 2017, maybe?
2: Yeah, 2017. She, 27, she 27. went
1: the year before and went to an expo and there's Keith spinning at the PV booth. I walked up next to him to say hi. Man, it had been so many years. He looked at me and said, just instantly, my name, gave me a hug. We ain't seen each other for five God knows how many years, you know what I mean? but he recognized me and he knew me and just uh, it it was just a great feeling,
0: you know? Yeah, no. uh, And I I think that's one of the really cool things about the hip hop community. I know that that's a a community that I'm, you know, near and dear and close to my heart. Um, Been friends with the folks from naughty by nature and a couple of other, um, you know, artists out there for a long time. And it's just interesting. When I first got into DJing, I got into radio and I did a lot of, the uh a lot of the more urban markets and so naturally I, I gravitated towards the them more often um but it was just i'll never forget just how welcoming and friendly the community is oh, and, and it's, i think across the board but definitely in the hip hop community you'll see that a lot
1: oh definitely and it's like you know when we go to the expos it's it just the way they treat us i mean you you, you people walk by us thinking that we're big celebrities with everybody you know um we're treated like celebrities by the djs and that's what's really cool and uh, yeah and i think that's because of our honesty and we're just you know we treat them like best friends and they treat us that way and you know we i've known a few of different ones over the time but whenever we get introduced to somebody it's like well greggy c you know thomas coleman just just a wonderful man you know dj cutlass and uh dj groove and you know they pretty much uh everybody at the PB group pretty much made us honorary PB DJs nice. uh, three or four <laughs> years ago, you know, and we're treated that way now with respect. And a few of them have called and asked for some advice, you know, and stuff. And during the pandemic, you know, when the pandemic first started out, you know, it's like, uh, we helped a few of them out there, you know, cause DJs lost their business,
0: <laughs> mm. you know, yeah,
1: and, uh, couldn't take care of babies. Um, you know, big shout out to Keon. He had a baby at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, and okay. lost his way of life. You know, he he he's the sound production person for the PV Group traveling to all the expos, you know, and uh, these people needed some help. And I was able to help. So, you know, and no questions asked, you know, just just what do you need? You know, where can we help you?
0: Yeah, I think I think people love you know the authenticity and the genuine. Just you know um, that simple question: How can I help you? You know what I mean. And for some people, that the answer to that question might be just listen. You know, just listen yeah. to what I'm going through and give me give me a sounding board. Um, for other people, that could be um, you know they they need a favor or they or they need help moving something somewhere. It's it runs the gamut, you know. But I think when you when you're just willing to just you know, be a, a heartfelt person and just say, hey, how can I, how can I be of service to you? I think, I think that means a lot. And, and you can tell just by the comments that are coming in from, from our viewers, that's how they feel about you guys. So I, I love that so much.
1: Well, I got to put on my glasses, so everybody, excuse me here so I can
0: see. <laughs> <laughs> Didi, I'm going to go over to you yep. for a minute. I want to, I want to hear a little bit about um, uh, being a classically trained mu- musician and vocalist. Do you play instruments? I'm assuming as well.
2: Yes, yes. I'm a woodwind artist. I started playing a little recorder, you know, in second grade or something. But my brother and sister were already learning the saxophone. So I I played saxophone, tenor sax. I've played uh, flute all my life. Still have it set up behind me over here that I'll still play once in a while. Um, And again, yes, so I have led... music ministries inside of churches i've led cantatas i put together the four-part harmonies you know and all of that because again all all it takes just a little bit of work a little bit of extra time and energy and people are just are ready to ready to change and that's the key you have to be ready to change and learn something new always learning something new um i I carry my music with me all the time i tell my friends you know that i've been singing before i was talking i was dancing before i was walking in the way that i grew up in, in in new york you know my Puerto Rican, and that's our family name, Gomez. You know, my, my family name, I met him 15, 18 years ago, a while back, and um, I miss him terribly, but again, it was always uh, Latin music. We had the, the Puerto Rican Latin music, but I grew up in the projects of Queens, New York. So, you know, we got the urban atmosphere, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm just a little white girl. You know, I'm just trying to make my way. I, I got very involved with the music programs of the public schools, and um, again, I stayed, stayed with it. I got myself into a uh, – I was – Honored with a, a scholarship of the to the Brooklyn Conservatory of Music, Brooklyn College Conservatory of Music. I was only in the sixth grade. I was 11 wow. years old, traveling on two uh, green bus lines all the way up into Brooklyn for a tutorial in theory and. Um, Sight singing and, and stuff like that, as well as a one-on-one tutorial on my flute. And that was wonderful. I was accepted into the high school of performing arts when I uh, um, had to audition and everything. So the I don't know if you know the Fame movie. You know, maybe mm-hmm. before most people's times, but I was actually in that when it was the first year of it being a combined high school it became the Fiorello H LaGuardia High School instead of the High School of Performing Arts anymore but i was able to attend that and i um, i performed with all city concert bands i've performed in carnegie hall i've performed there twice in two different years i performed in the uh, Avery Fisher Hall of Lincoln Center there at the um, there in, in the columbus circle areas of manhattan um, again i just been playing all, all the time and I've always had to have music in my life. Music, you know, it, it keeps me grounded or makes me crazy. Whatever it is, I need at that moment. You know, I always found it somewhere in my music. Mom gave me stuff like Barry Manilow and Bing Crosby, The Carpenters, and things like that. Whereas Dad brought into my life the Sugar Hill Gang and uh, nice. um What's the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you know the the good. Uh, R&B, stuff like that. So I just definitely have a big mix. My brother went off to heavy metal and my sister was with the rock and roll. And I just, I was always never, never put myself in a box, always reaching out, grabbing something. I I don't know the artist names for most music that I enjoy, but I know that I enjoy the music. <laughs> you know, and then um, just recently, again, with the whole COVID and stuff like that, my success coach is actually my cousin, but she is a... Uh, accomplished young woman herself my timothea i mentioned her and she's in our show watching right now Mm -hmm. she said she helped me to to ground myself and to focus and to learn about um actually setting a goal you know having a vision and getting to it you know and and you just just lock on you keep the good energy it's going to get better 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 and you just go for it and you know dream dream big and, and you're going to get there. And she's gotten there and I'm getting there myself soon too. So
1: Dave, oh, now I, you know where I get my energy from, a country boy from Kansas.
0: Yeah, I, I can <laughs> tell. Big
1: city, big city girl, you know,
0: I can tell that that's, that's amazing. You know, and and, and I just listening to you talk about your story and, and talking about music. I, I I totally can relate on that level because I think Anybody who is involved in music in any aspect, and I think it goes beyond that, but especially those of us involved in music, it really does invoke so many different feelings. And and when you need that level of energy uh, for for one task to another, you know exactly what style of music to go to to get that energy you need. And, and not only that, but music can take you back. I mean, how many times have we heard a song and we say, I know exactly the first time either I heard this song, or as a DJ, I remember the first time I played this song. Maybe not the right. exact first right. time, right. but the general time frame as a DJ when you played that song. So I think well, you that's you know, great.
1: you know, one of the neatest things I I enjoyed, and one of the greatest things I will always cherish with me was uh, last March. You know, the lockdown in New York. Keith, you know, he had that bypass surgery a couple years ago, and everything, and. Uh, yeah, out in New York for so long, it was his birthday, it happened to be our anniversary of the same day, so we said, why don't you guys come on out and visit, so what did we do, we drove up there for his birthday, took him a bottle of tequila, and we sat, went to a studio it's where a he studio. produced a lot of people, you know, got to see all the platinum albums hanging on the wall, you know, when he produced some of L.O. Cool J's, and Ice Cube stuff, and Belle DeVoe, and it was just, it was just spectacular time, and here's this man. He's still up there spinning the old forty five vinyls, you know.
2: On yeah. his, on his Twitch on TV his, network, yeah. Yeah, on his yeah I, remember network. I remember he, I remember he when he was
0: on the show with us. He showed us all, all of that setup, and he showed us a few of his forty five. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Yeah. yeah, it just felt
1: great being a guy like be- me and Dee Dee, just being super fans, you know. To to but be, but the year before that.
2: If I may interrupt, I want to talk about the year before that, we (laughs) actually went out to um, Chickie and Pete's up there in the Parks Casino to visit and celebrate Jeff Rush's birthday, which happens to fall like right we around um, a Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> created a birthday party for him. We invited a couple of his friends, a little intimate, but he was working. He was working his DJ booth thing there at the casino, but he set up a nice VIP area for us, and we had a, a great time with DJ Jeff Rush, and he's just a, a wonderful yeah. friend now. Was and, it um, Ga- he's doing great things.
1: Gabriel Schwartz was there. Oh and Yeah, and, Gabe was and yep. his wife came
2: out over, and yep. it was quite a yep. bit.
0: Yep. yeah jeff rush is an awesome dude we i, I enjoyed him being on the show and just I, I love um his his approach to to music production and and uh, yep. just everything about that dude jeff jeff is an awesome dude yep see even he's even milky says jeff is awesome yeah, yeah absolutely so he's got some
2: great energy we just popped in at uh wait,
1: wait, wait. thomas's little pizzeria shop he was
2: playing at yeah. a gig yeah. we just popped in on him <laughs> DJ nice. Cutlass, yes, on DJ Cutlass. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, DD. Oh, yeah, so i got to okay. ask you a couple questions real quick. Sure. Number one, are you a gamer too? I'm asking because of the headphones. They, they strike me as maybe like gamer headphones. Do you play any <laughs> games or anything?
2: They are game headphones. I do not play games on these things. Okay. <laughs> just, this is my workstation for my regular nine to five. It's also a matter of I've had uh, bilateral stapodectomies. I've had um, ear surgeries on both of my ears, and that's, you know, an adult thing that I had a, a mess with. I wasn't grown up with, you know, bad hearing. I did develop that over time, but um, now I've got, yeah, a little bit of adjustment and I, you know, hands-free kind of thing. So I got,
0: I like Absolutely. My, so my other question, since I, since it, we, we know that you love sing, singing karaoke everywhere, and I think that most people that sing karaoke have their go-to at least one or two songs that they always love to sing. Do you have yours?
2: Well, yeah, um, the, everybody likes me to sing would be the Journey Separate Ways. And what I like to sing would be uh, Carpenter's Superstar.
0: Wow, I like that. okay.
2: Yeah, uh, but I, did, I did an award at uh, Tropicana uh, Planet Road in Tropicana. This was back in like, 2010 or 19. Let's 2019, they, yeah. Yeah, they hadn't given away this award in like two and a half, three years. And they gave that to me. in Planet Rose, Atlantic City, for best singer for the night. And yes, wow, one, nice. One, one of my little yeah, one my little accolades. I've, <laughs> I've had you know I've had quite a nice time of it. You know I I sang a lot with um with the churches that I've been involved in. You know the Baptist Church, non-denominational churches, and uh, mm-hmm. again different music ministries. And I'll go ahead and do, you know just a little um single single songs, you know, and I've had standing ovations in the church and when the spirit is moving like that, oh my gosh, I'm crying, everybody's crying. And that's just that's the way to do it. It was a gift to me. You know, the music the music is the gift to us artists or or whatever their art form is it's their gift you know so a lot of me doesn't want to really charge for that although i recognize there is that necessity to monetize it for me it's not about that i want to give it back to people for free you know and that's where go mesmerize instead comes into play because i want to be a supportive a supportive person for those artists to go ahead and take care of their written work, you know, to take care of their documents, to take care of their um, their bios, to take care of their media kits, to go ahead and start developing that, and and again, to hone in and focus in on what is your brand, where does what is your essence, what is your individual unique quality that nobody else can compete with you about because it's creative, it's from you, you're the only one that has that, and that's what I like to do as far as that goes, and you know, when it becomes a performing artist thing. That, that's all cool. That's back there. I want to bring that performing artist out into their shining star where they belong. And again, it's all theirs. It's just theirs. And to create their confidence, to build up their their vision and their goal and their plan and to know who they are and what to expect from their audience, what their audience can expect from them. That's what Gomez Marais is all about for that.
0: I love that. We're going to come back to that for sure. Vince, I just want to address this real quick. Vince, I said show notes, but I meant more so the show description. So if you look at now the show so. description, yep. it'll have the the information there about it um, on YouTube or on Facebook. You'll see that in the blurb that we posted. Um, I, I want to come back to something that you said real quickly, because I find this interesting and and, and people say this a lot. And and Ron, since since she brought up Go Mesmerize, I'm gonna go ahead and go there first, and then we're gonna come back to what we talked yeah. about earlier, if that's okay with you. All right, bud. Um, because good. I wanna stay with this while while it's fresh in my brain. You you talk about the uniqueness that, that somebody has that's you know nobody else can match. And and I think sometimes as a performer, that finding what that is can be a little bit challenging. So take for example, as a DJ. Sometimes that can be a little bit challenging. Are there are there exercises or are there are there things you can help people utilize to dig deeper to find what that is? Because I think a lot of times people are like, "Well, what can I really say that makes me different?"
2: Yes, yes, of course, yes. You want to first radio? Yerp, of... <laughs> <Europe>. yerp. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a difference right there for, yeah. for the milk D. Yeah, the idea being that you know, you ask yourself first, why? Why am I doing this? You know, do I want to make them happier? Do I want to give them some awareness to social events? Do I want to? Do, what is your why first of all? And then it's going to be who is your audience? Go ahead and find your avatars. You know, mm-hmm. who who is that audience? Is it this age group? That age group? You know, and and that kind of stuff that goes into that marketing training that I have still been learning, and I'm not, you know, there yet, but I am definitely understanding that that's how you're going to go about finding your target audience, and then you create for them, and then you develop that following to where they'll tell a friend, they'll tell a friend, they'll tell a friend, the more people that know you become the more people that like you, then the more people trust you to go Mm -hmm. ahead and exchange, you know, money, you know, becoming a, a value to those people. You yeah. Know, so it, it's a no like trust situation, and all of that. Again, you you're kind of building, you're building future forward. You you're going to your vision first. It's like okay, I need to do this first and that first, and then it comes. Backwards, right? Future yeah. backwards, yeah. But definitely, um, you, you just want to ask yourself, why are you doing this? You know, who are, who is your audience? What is your service? What is the service that you're bringing to people? You know, you're not going to get paid for anything unless you're serving that purpose. You know, you yeah. want to bring them, bring them some joy for their birthday party. You just want to give them some recollection, recollections maybe for a, a, a wake. You know, for a funeral wake. You know, stuff like that. I'm I'm seeing that a lot in my own family. I've lost my my loved ones. You know, during the COVID and and other times, but it's becoming more of they have they have lots of soundtracks going in their backgrounds of, of music. Maybe something upbeat. It's not just, you know, organ music playing for the wake and the funeral times. The people that have passed, they they leave to know that Wait, I want you celebrating. I want you celebrating my life. You know, so stuff like that is what is that, what is that purpose I'm going to serve with this music? And then you know you kind of keep on going from there, but you do want to create a standardized version of yourself that you can lock onto, and again know what you, what you're expected to do, and what they expect from you, you know, and what you can expect in return as far as again monetizing and, and getting paid for it.
0: I love that. I love yeah. that. Vince said, "Are you selling those shirts?" I'm not. Who? I'm not sure which shirt she was talking about. Maybe <laughs> the Europe shirts. The, ma-
2: <laughs> the maniacs. is maniac shirt. Oh, this one that's our dance troupe well oh maybe that one maybe that's the one you're
0: looking at i don't know
2: oh yeah they've got more they've got all
0: right well there you go there you go vince (laughs) if that's the shirt you're talking about then the answer i think is yes
1: yeah it's a young dance troupe out of harrisburg that we kind of adopted and they adopted us and we love them we love to promote them they've done uh they've they've been on stage dancing with she lee and yeah, uh, golden ticket winners from America's Got Talent a couple of years ago yep. in Orlando, and they're just—you uh, know—we promote the, like I said, any part of the music, yeah, dancing, music, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we we, we try to get behind and and help out, you know, wherever we can as super fans.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I love that a lot. Uh, Didi, I I love your your talking about forward backward i I love that i always like to use the term you know reverse engineering is yeah. is a term that's right. very similar to what you're saying right yes and exactly. i i think that sometimes the 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 challenges that we face and and what we want to become and who want who we want to become are not as great when you look at it that way when you mm-hmm. say okay mm-hmm. you know where is where is the pinnacle of where i want to be and then let me work some steps backwards to where i am now Let's see what the gap is between the two, and then let's take it in chunks to get there instead of just thinking we're going to get there overnight, which I think a lot of people nowadays have, have learned that the overnight success syndrome uh, really does not exist. And, and I, I mean, there's always going to be those one or two people or businesses that just hit overnight, but at the end of the day, nothing replaces hard work.
2: It's also in that interim, in that timing, you know. And and maybe you don't have an actual calendar date set, but that's okay because you go ahead and and you start positioning yourself in the mirror and you go ahead and you do that uh, self talk, you know, and, and boost yourself up. But if you become that person in your mind, your subconscious mind will go ahead and be that psycho cybernetic and it will start trajectorizing i don't know putting you on that trajectory toward that person that you're seeing in the mirror that success story will become your present and your tomorrow sooner than you know sooner than not right so if you're not working at it at all then it's never going to happen but you know it gets work yeah get to work on it
1: definitely definitely
0: i love that i love that um so so tell me a little bit about um you kind, you guys both kind of alluded to it is is some of the experiences that you've had at the dj expos and and from from the standpoint of like personal interaction how how have you seen that benefit for yourselves professionally and and maybe even personally
1: i i would like to say that just you know when i go to the expo it's kind of like you know my my other company that i run you know i could be stressed out from it you go to the expo you see the energy you see the way everybody accepts yeah. us there i like the crowd kings and kid casper like i was mentioning at the after hour club you know after the dj expo night we all went over to, they they invited us over to their show you know we're walking in with you know key shockley and uh dj stutta and public enemy guys and big key on and a few others and all night long, you know, just the energy of them out there, crowd kings out in the crowd, just just promoting it, and then just promoting us. The second we walked in the door, boom, Dee Dee and DJ Ron in the house, man, and it just kept saying it all night. That that type of energy, it just it just brings you up. So when you come back home, you just got all this energy. All right, let's fire it up. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. You know, let's do something here. You know, and it just it just. It, being made to feel like that, you know, like like you're on the top of the world and that's what they do for us. And that's what yeah. hanging out and that's why we've become best friends with a lot of us.
2: And again, like we did discuss earlier, you know, to, to the same effects, it, it's a matter of you're gonna you're gonna get what you give. You know, we, we come into every situation and every event and and definitely for DJ Expo, I look forward to it all year long. And then COVID. And then so it became a two-year buildup of of anticipation. And uh, sure enough, this past year was fantastic. But we'll stay home if we're going to be bummed out. If we got if we got worries and stress and problems, we'll stay home. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna go ahead and bring my low energy, my negativity into any situation where people need to be up and they need to go. And then sur- sure enough, you know, we check our problems at the door on our way out, and we just go ahead and we make the most of every moment, make the most of every interaction. The person smile as much as possible, you know, lift them up, let them know, hey we are here for you. You're here for us. Let's go. Let's enjoy this moment right here, right now. Let's live a little. And the idea also that, um, again, we just, uh, my interactions with this more recent event of uh, the DJ expo was very, very much dedicated. I was like, I am going to do something with these connections that I'm making. And I went ahead and joined in on, um, DJ Greggie C's seminar for the, um, for his Quran entertainment school. Mm-hmm. I joined and I'm sitting on the front row and taking pictures and stuff, but nothing, and And we did have this conversation, Greg and I did, that the uh, PowerPoint behind him was really nothing but boring. Uh, it was just boring. And me, I am uh, a digital communication type whiz. You know, it, I just love doing that. It's something that, you know, through my bachelor's degree for other situations that I learned all about IT stuff, PowerPoints and Word documents and the whole, yeah, all of that animation um, apps. To where i'm just like i could create such an a fantastic powerpoint presentation click 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 you know and really keep people engaged and to go ahead and have some handouts printouts you know for this seminar you know at the end of the day you can go ahead and bring it back home oh yeah we talked about this not in this. there was there was none of that and I, there was really none of that at any of the seminars really from the yeah. dj expo so to go ahead and insert that Support system, which is something that Gomez is gearing toward as far as, you know, developing bios, developing the written word of, you know, um, blogs and and PowerPoint presentations, handouts for bring back home to your team. You know, if you're running an actual company that you can have some standardized, you know, book book learning and pamphlets and things like that for promotions. So that, that's definitely something that um, is at the top of our list of services. And then it does come down into that one-on-one consulting aspect where um, I've learned a lot from Timothea. Again, she's a family member, but she is my success coach. And she has just brought me into a whole new realm of understanding when it comes to becoming a success in your own right, in your own eyes, and you know, in your own heart, And then it becomes the rest of the world will see you as a success, you know, because, yeah, that's that's what I want for everybody to know that their individual star is ready to shine bright. And we just got to go ahead and clear off all the muddle and and the grayness and and let you shine.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And and it's awesome how (laughs) you all have been able to um, cultivate those relationships and, and be able to. Utilize the the things that you're passionate about to help enhance the things that others are passionate about. I right, think that's right. really cool. Right. Um, that that you mentioned that, and you know, there was something else you mentioned, and I really wish I I should have wrote a note down. You had a lot to say there, but it, it'll come back to me. But <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just I think that's great, and and I think you know we I, I think as small business owners, whether you're a DJ or whatever, I think a lot of times we try to wear too many hats. And um,
1: yeah. yes,
0: <laughs> being successful requires understand. being successful at business, let me put it that way. Being successful at business requires understanding that you can't be good at everything. You just cannot be good at everything. Um, and, and if you want to have a sustainable business and I don't want to go too far in this tangent, but I think it's important because of, um, a service like what you, what you have, you offer. To oh, You're
1: going right up my alley with yeah, what you're saying you know, right there. So you've got
0: to really be thinking about in budgeting. I need to budget my business to be able to afford to hire people to do the things that I'm not good at. And if I can't afford to do that, then I'm already putting myself in in a bad way. So that's where budgeting becomes so important, right? Because right. if you're just flying by the seat of your pants and you're just, you know, whatever this, whatever that, whatever this, you, you're just in a hamster wheel and you're just always going to be going around in a hamster wheel. But if I can sit down and I can say, okay, here's where I'm not, here's where I'm not good at. And you touched on that for me. To be honest with you, I'm not really good when it comes to the written word. As a matter of fact, my PowerPoints are pro- and slide decks or whatever people call them now, <laughs> they're probably the most boringest thing in the world. But to be honest with you, I will tell you this, full disclosure, I usually just make them for a reference for me to know where I'm at because my mind, I don't retain a whole lot to be you know just fully candid. This is something I've always struggled with. I don't retain a whole lot. And so- Having some reference there to look at and say, "Okay, I know where I need to be. I know where I'm at, and then I see what I'm where I'm going to be at next." It helps me keep my thoughts together. Yes. Um, but I agree that still being able to create something that uh, uh, it creates a little bit more um, engagement and a little bit more interest and a little bit more, "Oh, I wonder what's coming next," mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally understand the value in that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. totally do. Yeah.
2: Yes. I know. Um, you, you did mention that you wanted to touch upon our conversation with Ronald earlier about the L yes, value. Yes. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, because so I think too, because it was uh, when you had Mo B on, it was during that show. Yep. When you yep. guys were all talking about, you know, it's um, uh, your worth as a DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I'll admit right now, I disagreed with half of it when everybody was talking about it because. I think everybody missed one thing. What about the people that are hiring? you? What are they yeah. thinking? Nobody touched on how can you gain that worth. You know, yeah. do all that. Everybody's just saying, yeah, charge you worth, charge your worth. Well, how do you know what you're worth? And
0: mm, what I that's a good, that's me. man. That's so powerful, man. That's so and powerful.
1: I want to touch on it. I'm a club owner and I, I've hired DJs, right? Milk D. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I'm going to look at is a lot of DJs out there, you know, they've been especially in this digital age, YouTube and everything else, you know. They're they're out there promoting online and doing all their stuff and they're getting this big huge follow. A lot of them tend to forget when they're trying to get actual gigs out away from that, out in the clubs or the venues and stuff like that. One thing these venue owners going to look at when you give them their social media is where are your followers from? Mm. You got a ton of followers in California, but you you're trying to listen and you're trying to get a gig, let's say here in Virginia Beach, but none of your followers are anybody local. How are you going to enhance that venue? How Are you going to bring new butts into that into that venue?
0: Yeah. How are you going to
1: make that owner more money than his regulars already bring in? If all you're doing is catering to the regulars, how are you worth anything
2: to that venue? And that's where the branding does come into play. There you go. As far as, you know, recognizing who your audience is, what it is you do bring to the table, what makes your, right. your unique show, you know, of value, of worth, you know, to that uh, to that bar owner or the, the club owner. Yeah. And what, what is it that you're bringing in to have that in a, in a, a replicable style. You know, this is gonna be me all the time. Here I am. This is what I do. And I mean, of course, you can modify, you can adjust. But if you come to the, if you come to the to the table with this is what I have to offer, then you know there's value and there's a yeah. uh, you know there's value right there. You know, to where I. With my marketing, you know, learning and, and the things that I, I'm understanding, I've learned from uh, Mark Lack. Shorten the Gap is his program there, and um, I've invested some time and, and some money into into learning from him. Again, that's more of that know-like trust of. Uh, Pyramid or, you know, um was a vacuum, this one, the funnel. Filter, filter, funnel, that's the word, the funnel, no like trust funnel, but it's also a matter of, yeah, there's social media and you can have, you know, again, 1.5 million followers, whatever, thousands, whatever the reality of it is is there anybody that's clicking and buying from you? Is there anybody that's going to show up, uh-huh. you know, down the block when you do get that club to hire you on? Yeah, so well, here,
1: I company. have,
2: let me, I'm finishing my thought. I, I have gone ahead and just put it to the fact that I'd rather be a really great big fish in my teeny pond yeah. of a couple of counties wide than to be a, a little minnow egg, you know, in this Atlantic ocean and Pacific ocean of. of you know, everybody. So again, become, become that big fish in your little pond and then we can go ahead and bring it back out to the world wide web, you know, uh, on a different level. Correct. Yeah, that's
1: that's a good thing. I mean, and that's, that's kind of what I'm leading into is a lot of DJs out there, you know, they just put their heads down, you know, they're out there playing music. Well, Crowds ain't going to stay. They're just going to try to hit that next one to get that more energy. And that's where I was always mentioning about being an MC. You can't just be a DJ. You can't just be a KJ. You got to have some M- MC skills. And if you don't have MC skills, find an upbeat friend who's good on a mic that can talk up during the show. That's yeah. how you can bring that keep energy the people,
2: And you keep it there. And that they're not the going somewhere there. else. Yeah.
1: You know, one thing that I always prided myself when I was trying to get a new new gig as a KJ or anything was how can I bring in new people to the to the venue as a house DJ. First gig I ever got was I I did it for free the first night. I said, "Hey, give me a chance." This guy had a DJ already. It was a believe it or not, a billiards place with a small dance floor, but it was a big place, really huge. And as I Next thing I know, he said, the next day I'm hired. You're going to do Friday and Saturdays. Three weeks later, he wanted me Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays. <laughs> and <it's> just <laughs> and what happened was, he'd always have a good crowd up until about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Then everybody started <laughs> leaving to hit all the bars and bar hop, you know. <laughs> I wound up keeping it packed the first night. And everybody was calling their friends at all the other bars. Come on over here. Fun. Fantastic. Wonderful time, you know. And I, I started building that local following. So sometimes as a DJ going out there thinking you're worth all this, don't approach that guy saying, well, I'm worth all this. Just no, sometimes you got to show what you can do. Let them see how much you're worth. And then you, then you arrange it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 you got to get the local following if you're going to do out live events. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a, I think that's a brilliant um, uh, assessment of, of the situation, especially when it comes to DJing and, in you know, bars, clubs, uh, any kind of public venue, we'll call it that. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, I think to both of your points, I think that when, um, you know, when that's your goal. And and, and so let, let's tie all of this together because we have to, we have to kind of look at what um, DD was talking about, which is what is your goal? What do you want to accomplish? Right. So if yeah. your goal is to be that local DJ in, you know whether it's the hottest nightclub in town or whether it's just a nightclub in town or a bar or whatever the case well, may hole be. On the wall,
1: I've, I've, done, I've done some on the walls and kept it packed yeah. out so much so that they, they were standing outside.
0: Yep, yep. So mm-hmm. e, no matter no matter where the venue is, if that's your deal, then then you understand that as dg excuse me as Didi mentioned earlier that avatar is a local party goer that wants to come to that club it's not Correct. everybody else on social media from germany and japan and california Correct. if you live in georgia or whatever the case may be it's those local people and 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 connecting with them and and getting them to see you and know you exist takes a very different path than all of this other stuff over here, mm-hmm. so I think My that's a, D- a, that's a brilliant point. That's My a brilliant. Like you said,
1: one thing you got to do when you're going into being a DJ. And so many times we'll go into a place, to have a few drinks, or do karaoke, and the DJ's back there just like, uh, kind of acting like they they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes because it might be real slow that night, no crowd, and they're just like, "Oh, it's regular like this." And I'm like, "Well, it's up to you." <sighs> That's what this man's hiring you to do. Bring the energy, bring the fun, and that's going to bring the people. And that's what's going to determine your work. And to all these club owners, to all these bar owners, to these venues owners, you know. It's it's like if you're not bringing it, even on the slowest nights, then what are you really worth? Probably not what you're thinking you're worth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the bottom that's a fair point. That's a fair point. And, and um, to that point, in that conversation, I think that at least my approach, and first of all, Ron, I, I totally respect your um, your points about uh, disagreement and, and why you felt the way you, you feel that way. And I think in the context of this conversation, I have to 100% agree with you. Um, and I think my topic or my point of the conversation in that initial uh, conversation that we had was probably more so on the side of um, being a business owner and offering a service outside of, you know, being a local DJ where your value, which I agree is based on um, the, the audience that you can attract and the audience you can keep and the audience you can build and right. the money that they can spend 100% agree with that. When it comes to doing a wedding, when it comes to doing a corporate event, a little yeah. bit of a different story. And I think that's kind of more where my mind goes a lot. Yeah, so some I of it, Dave, I got to ask you. a
1: question, is it really? Because the, the how you get your worth there is word of mouth. Mostly when it comes to weddings, private parties, it's word of mouth. How good do you do that? That that other person sitting there at this wedding as a guest came in, you know? that's where you get the chance to get more right
0: yeah no i I appreciate that for sure that's how you
1: build your worth as a private dg
0: yep well and and to you know to 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 our conversation before we came online kind of in the green room you know we both said kind of the same thing almost simultaneously i know a lot of the new the new corporate contracts that i you know picked up over the years uh last couple of years especially during COVID and having to convert to doing a lot of stuff virtually and stuff like that I've, I've said to people, you know, hey, let me do something for you that's not going to cost you a dime. I will invest in my confidence in what I can bring to the table for you. Correct. There's no financial investment on your, on your behalf. And if you like what you see, then we can move forward together. If I, don't, if I don't hit the mark, then maybe we can talk about ways that I can still hit the mark. Maybe I just misunderstood what the mark was. Or Correct. if I'm not the right fit for what you're looking to do, then that's okay, too. You haven't lost anything other than some time.
1: Right, Mm -hmm. man, man, if he does hire you, he pays you for that free time before, you know, if if he's an honorable person, you know, and that's just the way it is. That's how I would be. Yeah. It's like, you know, like it's the energy of Milk D as someone that most I would recommend most DJs to go see is online It's just that energy he brings. He just brings an energy that most DJs, and for his age and my age, it's crazy. It's hard to find that. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me, but that's just the truth of the matter.
2: I think uh, a large part of the difference between, you know, just a service of a regular company and a business owner and bringing, a, again, bringing a service, uh, you know, with value to the table is the idea. And it's, it's a paradox. You know, it's, it's a bit of a, um, a crossroads because creative artists and DJs, we got ego. We got ego and, you know, we, we like to be in that spotlight. There's got to be a good trade-off. There's got to be a good balance to recognize that your audience wants that spotlight, you know, be at a wedding, be it again, just a regular club night on a Friday or, you know, um, birthday parties Christmas whatever other kind of parties they want that spotlight so you know when we do have when we have been involved with the DJ expos you know we go see these guys and they're showing off and that's what they're supposed to do it's a DJ expo but when we go out to a club or you know to an event or something that then they're supposed to be giving us the show then you got to Get out of ego, you know, and recognize that I am here for them. And definitely, Milk D does that. He did that for my fabulous 50th birthday party. He put in the comments about buying a club down here in Virginia Beach, and that uh, he'd be our DJ for it. And. I, that's definitely a consideration you know he um it's, it's he, crossing our mind he's a fantastic <laughs> kid i mean we we met because he was just doing his little spins on the instagram during the covid and i just mm-hmm. i picked him up just by chance i i see this this guy doing the old old school 80s you know hip-hop um lisa lisa in the cult jam and and uh, all of those guys and i was like that's my stuff you know so i <laughs> I, I like and i respond and i react and i and now we're interacting with each other and it was just like we start talking he's in richmond virginia i'm like okay dude and then yeah not for nothing dj milk d i'm just gonna go ahead and be real here he was you know kind of shying away from the whole dj thing because dude i'm not making any money i'm not doing i don't know what to do blah 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 i went ahead and you know i i like to think that i can take a little bit of credit in in being his cheerleader i was three years cheerleader in my high school years and that's, (laughs) that's 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 my heart that's my spirit i want i want to cheer people on i want to be that support system for people to know that you you are special you have a fantastic gift but don't let that gift and that specialty get in the way of bringing a good show and letting these people be in the spotlight a little bit too yeah it's, gotcha.
0: it's,
2: yeah, it's a catch-22, because you got egos for creative artists, you know? Yeah, you're just, no, you're we right have, about we, that. We, we, we do what we do. We do best, you know, kind of, kind of a feeling. I can feel it like myself, but recognizing that, you know, when you bring it out it's to make them, the audience, feel like something, you know, th- something's there's different Naya. about She them. was
1: up in the DG Expo with us. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice, nice. So Vince said he was talking about my shirt too. Okay. You know what, Vince? I've never thought about selling these shirts, but I guess if people were willing to buy a shirt with my name on it, I I can find a way to make them marketable, right? I don't know. (laughs) Thanks for asking about that. Bromance, David. Bromance. Yep, yep, yep. I think so. I think we might have a little bromance going on here. I like this. I'll I'll get me, I'll get me a Vince shirt, and he can have a David shirt, and then we'll be rocking and rolling together. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Just just
1: Um, friends underneath.
0: Yes, exactly. Just friends. Just friends.
2: (laughs) He said he's just a friend.
0: There you go. There you go. Okay. Now, now now we might be stepping into some little biz royalties at that point, right? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: I love man.
1: Tribute to Biz, man. That's a little tribute to Biz.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no, I, man, that, that's so powerful talking about um, being there and, and rooting each other on. And, and I love how you talked about that with Milk because um, there there really are a lot of talented people out there that sometimes timing is just not on their side. And, and I think that that was probably some of the challenges that he was dealing with. And so it's great to have somebody like yourself that was just uh, this is the, such the cool thing. Uh, I, I am uh, first of all. I'm not a big proponent of social media. I will go on record all the time of saying that I'm not a big proponent of it. I think social media actually, most of the time, makes a lot of us more anti-social than makes us social. Sure. But this is an example of the exception to the rule, and and I love that that you all were able to create that relationship, and you were able to provide something to him that. Uh, allowed him to to maybe see a little bit more deeper inside of himself than he could originally see. And and that's no knock on him. We we all face that. Uh, A a lot of times we're all our own critics and we all think our our own worst critics, I should say. And, And to have that perspective of somebody else who can say, look, man, you have a talent, you have an ability, don't give up on yourself. Even if it's just one more day, even if it's just one more minute, just keep doing it because something good's going to come out of it. I, and I love that you were you willing David. to do that. I'm
1: going to say this to you, David. You can't change five minutes ago. You can't change 10 minutes. You can't change a week ago. You can't change a year ago. Yep. But you can dictate where you go five minutes from now. Yep. From now. Yeah. How are you feeling five minutes from now? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. No, that's super powerful, man. That that's that's that, if if that's not having an abundance mindset, I don't know what is. And um and, and I love that. And, and anybody who's watched the show long enough knows that that I am I'm all about positivity. Uh, I don't I don't live in in rainbows and unicorn world. I know life is not perfect all the time, um but but I do believe that life is going to hit you with positive and negative. You have the ability to react to it however you want to. If you know that going into it, then you have the ability to say, okay, before I react, what is the, what is the most positive way of me looking at this situation? What can I learn from this situation? How can I grow from this situation? And sometimes it's, it's in ways you never even knew you had the ability to grow in. And I think if you can think of that and, and again, this term of abundance mindset. I think if you can think of it from that standpoint, then it, it allows you to be uh, a, a little bit—you you get a little bit further than you thought you could. I think is the best way for me to say that.
2: Yeah, and coming I mean, and coming back into, I'm sorry, one more second. But, um coming back into just the creative artists, we are—you know—we are a very sensitive lot, you know. And sometimes mm-hmm. we need somebody on the outside, somebody externally, you know, looking in to your little world to say, hey, dude, you're not alone. You know, you're not alone. You you have so much more to give, so much more to create. Don't stop, like you're saying, David. And we we tend to, you know Nobody will ever see how wonderful I am, what what creativity I have to offer. So I'm just going to go ahead and shut down my little hole. And, you know, not to say that other people aren't sensitive. I just I know that I, the musicians and, and the dancers and creative people and the, the actual painting artists right. that I've known, you know, there's a there's little extra emotion in there. And um, they just sometimes need a little little pat on the back, a little kick in the pants, whichever they need at the time to keep them pushing. Give creative
0: well, that and that, and that leads me to think about something that could probably be another full hour conversation <laughs> that we don't have to have tonight, but just something <laughs> to ponder over and maybe we'll do in a future show is I wonder if, um, because you mentioned it earlier, a lot of us that are creatives um, tend to have an ego. And sometimes I wonder if that ego is overcompensation for that fear of failure, right. you yes. know?
1: definitely definitely if you want to have that if you want to have that cue in the podcast you're more than welcome to do me up any day i i could keep that one going for 12 hours
2: yeah
0: it'll probably be
1: the most watched podcast in the world when we get through with that one well
0: we might we might have to do that then man because i i I like this stuff man i i i think uh i don't think it's talked about enough in our industry and so i I like that we're able to have these types of conversations and and i appreciate the the followers and and the people that watch and, and listen to the podcast and in supporting that and, and believing in what we're, what we're talking about, because, um, you're, you know, I always tell people that the most important piece of equipment you'll ever have are your head and your heart. Nothing else matters if you don't have those in place. I, I've said that for as long as anybody will listen to me say it. And I will continue to say that.
1: Well, there's two people, there's two DJs. I'm going to give a shout out to They're two little protege, and Greggy C's helped them both. uh about energy and maybe a lot of us old school djs need to kind of check them out one i think what well, she's 13 or 14 now dj sophie sophie and, yeah. and, and dj young fresh prince yes Yeah, <laughs> they they're the epitome of just doing it for the love of it yeah and bringing that energy and a lot of us never got to start out djing as young as they did you know they they, they've been blessed, with, but the way they've taken it and has expanded it and enhanced it, and I'll be honest with you, the DJ Sophie branding it. I mean, the girl's got it going for a little girl like that, but she just badass.
0: That's amazing. And
1: young Prince, just his energy and level, and and I got to wear his badge at the DJX all weekend because. Greggy, Greggy, C forgot one with my name and gave me his to <laughs> where to get in.
0: <laughs> so everybody thought you were uh, young, young Fresh the whole time. <laughs> I, I wasn't
1: trying to, I wasn't trying to be him by a long shot, but it was, <laughs> it was an honor to me. You know, he's, he's a wonderful young man. He, yeah, he, he really
0: is. And, yeah, and he's a great guy.
1: Listening on here, if you want to go online and look him up, go for it. Because I'll tell you what, if you're a DJ and you're losing sight of what you' doing this for, check out those two young kids. I guarantee you, you'll. All right, you know, they'll bring you up. They'll boost you up with the energy.
0: Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um you, you know, you you make me think of uh, the saying, I, I'm i so big on sayings that obviously I have millions of them in my head. And you make me think of this saying that, um you know, never do it for the income, do it for the outcome. And I think, okay. wow, like you, what you just right said, there. really, yeah. hits home with yeah. that, man. You know, never, wow. Well, I got like goosebumps thinking about that. Like <laughs> never do it for the income, do it for the outcome. Yes, and right. that, that's exactly what you said right there. I if love that. If you do that. it for
1: the outcome, that income is going to be there. Yeah, It will follow. Don't yep. worry about the income. That's, that's a motto of my own company. I'm always looking to hire heroes. If you're, if you're looking to just to make money, I don't need you. Yeah. Because you won't make money in my business. Yep. With that attitude.
0: Wow. I love it. Well, I, w- I want to thank you all both for being on tonight, man. This, is, this has been a great conversation. I think Greg's going to uh, regret the fact that he couldn't be on here, but I know that he had some things going on that he couldn't help. So we understand that, and, and that's okay. I know he's filled in plenty of times for me when I wasn't able to be on. So. Um, we
1: missed you, Greg. i I've already in Texas, so he, 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 he's like he's filling it now. Okay. He's wishing he'd been on.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I, I'm absolutely sure of that. Um, Dede, tell us tell us how uh, how our viewers how our listeners tell us how they can um, find out more about Go Mesmerize.
2: Okay, well you're welcome to uh, get into my emailing list. that the be um, Dede which is H A Z E, at GoMesmerize.com, and just go ahead and hit me up with an email, and we can talk about uh, branding, and we can talk about just about any kind of maybe documenting type stuff you'd like written up, we can um, discuss that through emails. I have two different Instagram things going on right now. And the one that is on here is probably not the better one for me. Uh, my better Instagram is gonna be Didi underscore, I'm trying to remember it. I'm sorry, Didi Gomez underscore 2020. Okay. I don't, but Yeah, either way, I mean, or find me on my YouTube page. I do have a, a Gomez mesmerized YouTube page here. And um, I, again, this is still in, in, in its infancy, but mm-hmm. I just I know that I can help for the creative artists to focus more on their creativity, without all of this extra noise and things that they had to take care of, and and creating uh, something for that for that connection or for that promoter or for this person in the media or that person. So I can go ahead and I can do those support services along with building up who you are in your own little genuine space and creating your brand for you to continue on toward your goals. Yeah. Yeah. I love that.
1: Definitely, I want to throw a shout out to Autumn there and uh, Naya Mercedes. Um, she, Mercedes actually went to the DJ Expo this last summer with us. They're out in the chat area there. They're beautiful, wonderful young girl, ladies that are just making in life and, and we feel like, you know, they, they bring a lot of energy to us. And, and we hope that we bring a lot of energy to them to keep moving forward in life. Also.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. I'm sure they appreciate that. And I know I do. Well, I want to thank the both of you again for being on the show with us tonight. Um, I say, I, I'm i so used to saying us, but you know what I mean. <laughs> being on the show tonight um, and, and and just having this good, candid conversation and and Ron, again, I really respect the fact that you brought, brought up that previous episode. I think it's great to have conversations about um, every aspect of, of this industry and how people can grow. That's what this is all about. That's what the show from day one was all about, was offering true, how can we help you grow? How can we help you be better and get mm-hmm. closer to those goals you wanna get at? So I appreciate you bringing that up for us. No, I appreciate no problem you having us. Yes, all I right. Well, thanks again,
1: guys. Thank you. Thank you guys for all that the showed up here to watch us tonight, too.
0: <laughs> we appreciate that. So with that being said, this concludes another amazing episode of In The Cube podcast with Greg Curran and David Hanscom. Thank you for joining us. Please don't forget to like our podcast and subscribe to get notifications of future episodes. Follow us on social media at In The Cube podcast. And if you'd like to be a guest on our show or if you have any ideas for show topics in the future, please email us at hello at com. We look forward to seeing you at the next show. And most importantly, happy holidays to everybody. Have a happy great holidays. end of your year, and we'll hey, see there. you again real soon. Merry
1: Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Milk deep. Keep smiling and keep <laughs> yurping. <laughs> <Europe>. <laughs>